Welcome back to Fledgling's RPG. Once again, this is Patrick. I voice Petrogan, and we are excited that you are here. We had an exciting episode last week, and I hope you are ready for more. Thanks a lot for joining us. Feel free to give us a like and a subscribe. Check out our link tree and share this with your friends. We would love for more people to be able to enjoy our story in the lost minds of Fandelver. That's where we pick up, is kind of awaking from the long rest, the fire smoldering out in the side of the forest where you had made your encampment, and you're continuing along your journey back towards Vandalen. Yeah, so we're, we're, we've rested up. We're good. Mm-hmm. So you guys just ready to go back to the to Vandalen? Restock, definitely. You feeling good, Fabian? Yeah. I'm ready to restock. Okay. All right. So we're walking. Where's uh? Do we have a little mini for Gundren? Yeah, yeah. I'll grab. What are we trying to do after that? Go find a wizard? No, we needed to. Did I write it somewhere else? We found Gundren. What Gundren tell us? So ending off, Gundren had talked about, if I recall correctly, it was the Wave Echo Cave where the mining. Or where the operation was oh, taking place. Oh, we wanted to there. Black spiders. So, and we wanted to share, get that passive income going. Yeah. So Gundren asked for you to escort him back to Fandalen, and then venture to Wave Echo Cave to learn the fate of his brothers, Nundro and Tharden. He knows that someone called the Black Spider orchestrated his capture, and hopes that the characters can stop them. So we hope that you guys can stop. Them. We have that map. Mm-hmm. Right. So so it's just and he had offered up. I should print it. Yeah. Okay. Big printer across the entire. I got a long. I could do letter or not letter. Yeah, you work at a school. Can't you do like a whole like wall <laughs> and just like we could just hang it up so we know where we are. <laughs> I can't quite do a whole wall, but I can print. Yeah, I should do that. And I believe Gundren had offered up ten percent each for of the mines yeah, yeah. wealth. Yes. For the assistance. And that's that what passive kinda income, baby. Get you guys more on board than just kind of mm-hmm. finishing this off. And yeah, so we need away. to stop a Fandalen, and I need to sell some stuff and give some stuff away. Do we need to, as we're walking, do we need to. We are walking. We are walking. Or at least uh, I am. Do we need to get this on paper, this contract, to make sure that we get our passive income? Druids and <laughs> Goliaths know about contracts. <laughs> well, just. I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I, I do know what paper is because it's made out of trees. Oh, so okay. the trees speak to me and I can speak to the trees. So they told me about what contracts are. So can paper speak to you? Well, they told me that they turn themselves into paper and people write on them. So I assume they turn themselves into paper. Is there paper in our world, sir? Not in the modern sense. Not paper, but writing. Yeah. There's like scrolls oh, and yeah, parchment scrolls. and such. 
I don't know. Do we need to get it? I mean, we're do following I mean, him to the mine. I mean, has he been trustworthy up to this point? I mean, he has he paid us all of our gold that we wanted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, if you guys trust him, I trust him. If we've proven our might to, if he crosses us, I won't hesitate to take action. I think so. I don't remember. Those are mine. Yes. Let's do this. Let's walk to Fandallon. All right. So just for time's sake, you do arrive into Fandallon, and it sounds like Petrogan is making a beeline straight forward. I'm going to Elsa's place. Not Elsa's place. Yeah, you also said I'm going to Greywind's place. You sent us the inventory, right? Yes. Recently? You did, or I'm sorry. Yeah, I also yeah. have to apologize, guys. I found out recently that I talk really loud, so I'm trying not to talk so loud. <laughs> That's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> Adventuring gear? I have another. Is that yeah. what she has? Yeah. I can send that again to the group. So this is the lion, Lion's Shield Coster, correct? That you're yes. heading towards and into? Yes, and that's Greywind. She's in there. Because Elsa's at the inn, but we're not going right. to the end. We're going to Greywind. We're going to what Lion's Shield. What time of day is it? So we'll say that you had taken your rest overnight. So you're into the mid-morning right now as you arrive at the Lion Shield Coster. Yes. Greywind, we're back. Good morning. Good morning. So you are. You remember us then. That's great. Hard to forget. Someone who burns down your shop. Didn't burn down your shop. I burnt the outside of your shop. (laughs) And I come bearing more fun surprises for you. Do you have anything new in your shop? New. New. Nothing around here is really new. Any fancy armor that I'm, I'd be interested in taking off your hand? Again, fancy. Not really how I'd describe anything here. I really do love this bow that you sold me a bit ago. Has anything bigger and better come through? Give me a perception check as you look around the store. 18. 18. Okay. So as you're asking that, you look up at her and she's folding and putting away this kind of silvery tattered cloak it looks pretty mundane as on the surface but something about it catches your eye as the hood kind of falls over her hand and you can swear for just a moment that you can see past her what is that you've got there in your hands this fell off a stranger when he was in here earlier I was just going to take it out back to the lost and found, and if he ever returned, give it to him. But he said he was from out of town when he was in here, and I don't know, he didn't seem too interested in coming back. Well, I couldn't take it off your hands if you're just going to get rid of it. Looks like just color in my style. It looks um, kind of tattered, so I bet it looks it's pretty cheap. <laughs> it doesn't look too nice. Throwing it away. This one over here sounds like he wants to buy it, so am I giving it away or am I selling it, I guess? Yeah, you should definitely give it to him. You know, I have something that you might be interested in to keep all the strangers away from your shop. And I pull out the ogre head and hands out of my backpack. We can put these outside of your shop again. Do you think that's impressive? (laughs) Look at this owlbear's head and owlbear's hands. Aren't you intrigued with these as well? You give our friend Mayos that mail or whatever it is, and we will put these outside of your 
shop so to keep all the bad guys away. Like and, you like the first time around. This one's not burnt. And she looks at both of you and just kind of <laughs> drops her head and says, take those out of my shop. Do not light them on fire. And I will give this here high elf this cloak. So you want them hung up outside? As long as they're outside and not on fire. <laughs> that is what I care about. So I go outside and I have... Oh, shoot. I thought I had something I could put them on. <laughs> I, stick, I walk outside and I stick a drop them on the ground. <laughs> I walk outside and I stick the owlbear's head on the burnt owlbear's head before. And I'm kind of just like a shish kebab. I'm just making she a shish kebab. She has a sign, doesn't she? Because you jumped on the sign. Yes. Yeah. So can I reach the sign? I'm pretty athletic. Can I, I jump up and put the ogre's hands and head on the sign? Roll me an athletics check. I have athletics plus six. <laughs> right? What is that? That's like strength. strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nine. Nine? Okay, so as you jump up to put these on the lion's head coster sign, the sign kind of juts sideways and kind of sits at a 45 degree angle now oh, as you're hanging from it and startled by the noise and terrified by what you guys might be doing this time, she comes running out, and as she goes out the door, she tosses the cloak onto Mayos. Now, as she's running out, she doesn't see this, but the cloak lands on you, and you feel this strange sensation over you as it landed on you, and you look down, and you can see right through yourself. Oh, shoot. Fabian, can you catch me? <laughs> I'm pretty high up here. Uh, I got you. And I let go, and I hope he catches me. And I catch him. Okay. So you two are outside and don't see this happening. See so what's yeah. happening. Exactly. So, Mayos, as you, you no problem, look down, you understand that this is a cloak of invisibility. All so then I walk back inside. As do I. Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. I walk back inside, and I go, I don't know where Mayos is. Can we see his head? No. I don't know where Mayos went, but I'm interested in this splint that I see, Grey Wind. I have a chain mail that I could trade for you for a splint. So I'll give you a chain mail and 50 gold pieces for that splint that you have over there. Will you leave my shop alone? Until I need more provisions, yes. If you leave immediately, I will make that trade. Beautiful. So I take off my chain mail and give it to her with her 50... Let's make sure I have 50. Oh, yeah, I got 50 gold pieces. I give it to her with the 50 gold pieces, and I take the splint. I'm assuming a splint's good, right? Yeah, it's the best one you can get. Right, okay. So then I talk to her, and I say, Hello there, ma'am. It's good to see you again. It's a ma'am, right? Yes. Yes. I would like to sell my chainmail to you. And do you have any other great heavy armor, possibly? Anything uh, that might strike my eye? What you see is what you get. Are you sure? You're not gonna pull out more heads and arms, are you? No, but I do want I to sell you my. Some, I do have some cool heads. <laughs> I want to sell you my chainmail. Can I sell you my chainmail? How much will it take for you to leave? Well, I would like to sell my chainmail for for roughly. You know what? If you're willing, can I just trade you? Can I trade you your chainmail for? Very nice. The breastplate over there. Is that, is that possible? Will you leave then too? Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, here's the chainmail, and I, I'll take. May I have my breastplate, please? 
She takes the breastplate off of the wall, hands it across, and takes the chainmail, just absolutely exhausted after having seen these two bumbling fools and wherever their friend went back in her shop. Is there any candles around or open flames or anything? Yeah, there's like torches on the walls hanging out, kind of lighting the shop itself. I'm gonna sneak over while they're chatting and stuff and grab one of the torches that is behind them, I guess, the, the least visible, and throw it at Petrogan's feet. Just drop it right there. Okay. Whoa. Fire. What is this? I just pick it up. Fabian, do you see where this came from? Great Wind, is your shop? Get that flame away from my shop, please. So you were behind me? So I turn around and I put it back where I think it belongs. Is this still on fire? I think so. Yeah. I put it back. Didn't catch where did Mayos go? I don't see Mayos. I don't see him either. Maybe he's outside. Woman, what have you done with Mayos? You guys are supposed to be gone. I I, let's go, Fabian. I got what yeah, I needed. Thank I'm you, Grey. Rush to the door and open it right before they get to it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mayos, is that you? Pop that cloak. Guys, check this out. That's I just awesome. Out nowhere. That's She's so about cool. to throw this away. Let's go before she realizes what it is. Yes, let's just leave her before she realizes I sold her 75 worth of chainmail for a $400 breastplate. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even wear the breastplate? Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> it's not scratchy on you? Like no, the it's last not. One? Because it's coated in leather. It wasn't just chain mail. Okay. <laughs> the last one was... I mean, it's less, it's less protection, but it's better on my skin. <laughs> you add your dexterity modifier to a maximum of plus two to your armor class when you wear this armor. That's cool. Awesome. Mayos, that's sweet. Are you going to wear that at all times or uh, save it? Well, or? as you can see, I'm putting it on right now. It's on me. <laughs> I think he was talking to me. <laughs> He's talking to me. Yes, of course. Fabian, sure. Nice yeah. new breastplate. It looks great on you. Your Curves. muscles look very bulging in that thing. Like Thank curves. you. Thank Let's you. go get some provisions. I need some. Doesn't make me as slimming as your new cloak look makes you look, but <laughs> thank you. Gun. Weird if I just wear this with my head sticking out and I put it on just to wrap around this way. So just some like details on the cloak so that everything's understood there. You can wear the cloak at all times. It's not going to make you invisible until the hood is engaged. Uh, That's kind of the trigger oh, for the cloak but I don't invisibility. Know that yet, so I'm like, yeah. is this, do I look like a floating head, guys? How is this look? No, you just look like a man in a cape. You look like uh, an elf in a cape, yeah. Where, where did the invisibility well, no, thing go? Works, then maybe Sorry if I, I called you man. Yes, I'm not human. Yes. And then I... Male. Guys, let's go get some provisions from the other store. Gundren, Siddler, come with us. We need to go to the mine, but I need to get some things before we go. Well, let's hurry up. I need to find my brothers, Gundren says. Great. And then we walk over. Where's my nap? Siddler's kind of looking around and staring up the lion's head coster sign, being like, Do you have a better that way. Do you have a Fandalin map? Yes. Are we not spending a lot of time here? I have a... Where were we told to go, Maos? We're going to the... I oh, cannot remember. Nice. We're going to the Wave Echo Cave to save Rock Seeker's brothers. And make a fortune. And make a fortune. But before we go, I need to make sure I'm all stocked up with stuff. Do you have stuff? Or are you good to go? What stuff do you mean? Maybe some crossbow bolts? Siddler pipes up. You got some stuff? 
Maybe it's Siddler. 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 Not the stuff that you were thinking of. I'll go get a potion of healing. That's what I want. I need to pick up some potions. So I walk over to the provision store. I follow. I also follow Martha's provisions. Yeah. Then I walk into the provision store. I kind of, kind of walk in kind of hard. Boom! Open the door hard. Parthen doesn't say anything. Okay. (laughs) Parthen, my man. Yes. Yes. I'm here. I need some good stuff before another adventure. You need the good stuff. I need the good stuff. What's the best stuff you got? Let me go out back for that. He says as he spots Siddler behind you. Does he go out back? Yes. Okay. Siddler, what's this good stuff (laughs) he's talking about? I'm a little confused. Oh, it's it's good. All right. He'll make you just like me. It's good. Well, there's nothing as good as a dragonborn. I don't think I want to be like you. How long is this going to take? Carson comes back out and he looks at Siddler. Siddler gets a little coy smile on his face and flips him a, a few gold coins and hands him a roll that you can't really see what's inside of it. Wow. He looks at Petrogan and says, is, is this the same stuff that you wanted? No, I just need to prepare for an adventure. I have... Oh. Listen here, Barthen. Listen here, Barthen. I've got two carnelians in my bag. These are opaque orange to red-brown gemstones. I've had them at 50 gold pieces apiece. I'll trade you my two carnelians for two potions of healing. Please. I think that sounds like a deal I can make. Great. I also need some rations, because we might get hungry on our adventure. I'm not sure how long it'll take. Siddler pipes up. Oh, I've got some snacks. (laughs) Will your snacks fill the bellies of a dragonborn and a goliath here, Siddler? Probably not. Great. But they're tasty. So I also want five days' worth of rations. Ooh, five days' worth of rations. I think I can grab some of that from the back. Great. So two carnelians for two potions of healing and five days' worth of rations. And 50 silver pieces. Okay. You've got a deal. Deal. I'm going to need some of those potions of healing, too. Do you have more? By chance, maybe two more. I have one more. One more? You might have to fight your friend here for the other one no, if it comes to that. That won't be the case, but I would like to purchase that one for you. Of course. Special price on the last one. Must 60 be. gold pieces. That is not happening. I was thinking 40 because you do not have as much as I need. Supply and demand. Someone's going to come along and pay it. Tell you what, though. 50. How about I give you 60 and... You give my friend Siddler over here one more of those rolls that you handed him a minute ago. That sounds like a fair deal. All right. Siddler comes up and puts his arm around Mayos and just, I love you, man. I'm like, listen here, Siddler. This is to get you by the next week. I would like you to stay here, keep a lookout, any trouble, while we go to the mine and find our Rock Seekers friends. Will you do that for me? You can have this. Siddler looks at Gundren, and Gundren kind of shrugs and says to him, I think I'm safe with these guys. You can take some time to stay around the village. You've fought bravely. We have completed your previous tasks, so enjoy the rest. But come find us if anything happens in the city that we need to know about. So Siddler agrees. He takes his good stuff and... Walks out the door, looks like he's making a, a path to the inn. 
Parthen, you say you have no more potions of healing, but what other kind of potions do you have? Anything uh, off the menu? Nothing out of the ordinary. We've just got our normal supply. As you can tell, it's down a little. There seems to have been a rash of people flooding into the city, into the town, looking for what they can get their hands on. And so, been a good week, honestly. Mm, nice. So no potions of poison or anything like that? No, sir. What about just regular old poison? <laughs> doesn't need to be a potion. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a potion. Anything that possibly you could put in someone's food or or uh, ingest somehow. So Maybe a blow dart of some sort. Arthur looks around and he uh, looks at you for a moment and he says, Actually... And he, he walks over to behind one of the counters, bends down, and picks up what ends up looking like a little circular canister that you can clearly see burnt into the side of it that says rat poison. Ooh. And he says, well, I do have this. Rats haven't been around here in a while, so I'm pretty sure it works. Nice. How much for that? Five gold pieces. Deal. We have a deal. Gold pieces for rat poison? Yes. He played you for a fool there. What is gold to a druid like me who lives off the land, as you can see? <laughs> well, do we have everything we need? Uh, our Siddler, they're outside. I got rid of Siddler. Yeah, Siddler has Does Rockseeker got, uh, got any weapons? He's game? got that bow that you gave him. Right. Rockseeker, is he in the pub with us, the provision store with us. He's back farther, but he is inside. Well, I yes. walk up Rockseeker and I say, hey, Rockseeker, I gave you that bow. Are you interested in maybe having a great club as well? I have an extra one here in my backpack that... No, my friend. I walked out with him. If, you, if yes. you're going to give him your club, may I have your club? Yeah. I have a great club. I would love to have your club. Rockseeker? Sorry. <laughs> this guy. Yes. I like this guy. All right, sure, then man. It's probably better in his hands than mine anyway. Yes. I'm ready to go. Yeah, Andran, why don't you lead the way? We'll follow you. All right. And so they, the Andran turns around and walks out the, the rest of the way out of Barton's provisions. And he heads out of the town, out of Fandel, and towards Wave Echo Cave. So heading to the east right now and is walking along the way. So as you're leaving town, Gundren's leading the way up front. How is everyone else following? I'm in the back, whatever that means. Directly, directly to the... Like, yeah. If Gundren's leading the way, I'm in the back. I'm just in front of Fabian, just kind of following him. Off to the side, because... And I'm sure... Oh, that Siddler's (laughs) off in the trees somewhere. (laughs) I think I'm going to be... Do you have your cloak on right now? I forgot. No, I have. He has his cloak on, but it's not his hood on, right? And he hasn't figured that out yet. Oh, more or less, yeah. Okay. I'll just be, I guess, right behind Gundren. What type of season is this in? Are we cold? Am I cold? It's not overly cold. It's a pretty neutral climate. Nice. I like it warm. I like fire. Smoldering hot fire. So according to the map, we're not too far away. When you say you like fire, do you like make a campfire and sit in it? Or do you roast food over it? What? Fire does not bother me. 
Fire doesn't bother me Does unless I stand in it. I can stand in it. I love fire. It's part of the elemental natures. Do you know I can speak to nature? He speaks to nature. And the na- and the elemental spirits. Do they speak to Last that? time you tried to yes. speak to the wolves, it didn't go over too well. Uh, Wolfie. <laughs> Wolfie. All I have to say. Where's Wolfie again? R.I.P. If I had if I was drinking, I'd pour a little out for him. <laughs> I didn't know Goliaths knew about those human Well, you don't know about Goliaths. And their traditions, because you're a blood, you're a dragonborn, dragonborn, the greatest and most ancient race in the land. That's not what our history books taught us. You don't have books. How do you know this? You don't know anything about Goliath culture. I'm the first Goliath you've ever met. Or am I? Was your wife a Goliath? She was not. My wife was the most beautiful dragonborn you've ever seen. Oh, Goliath women. They're unlike any other. Are they also large, are they? They're more fierce than most of our men. Morpheus. Yes. There once was a, an ancient race of great warriors. They were not Goliaths, but we... we we're walking towards way back, okay. Am- Amazons. <laughs> and they were capable just like them. Great warriors. Great warriors. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I walk a little faster and stop listening. <laughs> As you're hurrying up, you spot some rustling just barely in the distance. I take out my longsword. And kind of just walk with it. Okay. As you continue closer, you see and hear this like rustling, but it doesn't sound like trees. It sounds more hollow and menacing. Guys, do you hear that? I stopped and listened. I also listen. I also stop. As you're stopped and listening, you can see two skeletons walk out from the woods. Skeleton! Ah, oh, the undead! I hate anything not natural of nature. And following right behind them, more softly moving, are five zombies. Oh, the one guy my Skeleton and zombies. You will die this day, I swear it. Uh Uh-oh, we got some skeletons and zombies in here. I hope you guys are ready for a fight, because I know we are. Thanks a lot to Pure Opus Productions, who does a great job of putting these together. I've seen what Joe does as a DM and as an editor, and he does some awesome work for us. I hope you guys enjoy these episodes as much as we enjoy playing them. We would love for you to subscribe to our Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Get unedited recordings, and more from the Fledglings RPG. Check us out on Patreon. Now, we're heading back to the action. I hope you're ready to see Patrogan dominate. Maybe. We'll see. So roll for initiative. Oh, we're like fighting. We're like going. They are not friendly. What is this? This is for tracking. Oh, dang. Initiatives. So skeleton one has a 20. I'm assuming he's going to go first. (laughs) I have 10. Six. 19. Always last in the ball. We've got Petrogan up second. You did that. Oh, because there's so many of us. That's dope. Yeah. 
Holy cow. So the first skeleton, the one that you see pulls out a his bow and arrow, reaches and fires a shot at Petrogan as he's the one that's pulled out his weapon and armed. And so he rolls rolls a 14. No. Which does not hit. It was sailing by Petrogan's ear, and it's Petrogan's turn. I'm just going to run up uh, on this skeleton on the right here with no head, and I'm just going to swing my long sword plus three at him. Okay. So I pulled out my long sword and my... Go ahead and roll for that. 18 plus... I forget how to do this. I'm sorry. Plus nine. That'll hit. Seven. Then 1d8 plus nine. That's 10, which means this one's 8. 1d8 plus 9. 13. Okay. Then I have two weapon, right? Two weapon fighting, yeah. So then I'll get my morning star, swing it with my other hand. Uh, 11. That will not hit. Let's go! Kill these undead fools! So the skeleton that you just hacked counterattacks right now with his action. He's going to pull out his short sword and rolled a 17. No, sir. Which does not hit. So it kind of glances off your shield. Yes. Deflecting that blow away. And then it is the first zombie's turn. And he pulls up to make an attack as well on Petrogan, who is right there in the thick of it. It's not going to work. You excited? You're just sitting back there. Get up here, Fabian! Mm-hmm. Help me out! So... The zombie uses slam, which is a melee attack. And that's an 18. No, sorry, nope. Man, no. No is your AC. No 20. 20. <laughs> I bought that splint and it put it up one. <laughs> and so nothing doing there for the zombie. So it's on to Maos's turn. Unless, I guess before we go any farther, I have both my weapons out, but I have my shield equipped. My, the thing's not telling me I can't do that. You should only be able to have... Because, like, the shield's going to take one hand to hold. Does it? Yeah. Armor class 17. Okay, so that's that one hits, then. Okay. The, the zombie attack. Sorry hit. if I've been doing that wrong. No, that's okay. We'll figure it all out eventually. Maybe. <laughs> right, because that's... But it's on my back. Just well, my backpack's on my back every time. as well. <laughs> turtle. <laughs> And so that did sorry five bludgeoning damage. Great. And then it's Mayo's turn. Okay, I'm going to uh, pull out my longbow and shoot shoot uh, take a shot at the one that Petrogan hit already. At the skeleton. skeleton okay. Yeah. Yep. So fourteen. That will hit. Nice. Fourteen damage. And as you fire that longbow at the skeleton, it hits him right in the midsection, cracks about four ribs that you can see, and splits the spine in half. And you just see the bones collapse in on one another into this pile on the ground. Great shot, males! The skeleton is down. Lightweight. What's the terrain? You're just on kind of like the path that you were following uh, right now, kind of just a a loose dirt, like nothing that's been trampled too much right now, but it's still a... No trees, no boulders. Yeah. You've got trees to the far sides of you, but not ones that you would kind of rush off to or anything like that. Okay. (laughs) You don't know my friend Mayos. So now I'm gonna... I'm gonna 
turn and bolt this way as far as I can to stay within a 150 foot. Okay. Range. You can go that far after you attack. Well, no, I guess not. So Down right there, you're 30 you're about 30 five. feet. Yeah, you're about 30 feet from them to start, so you can get about 60 feet away. You can dash as like a secondary action. Yeah, I can dash as no. That's not dash. He's just moving. Just moving. After I but attack, I can, I can move can, as a bonus can I action. Up? If you leave the five foot radius of right. someone you're melee, then that gives like, them they the have opportunity. To, to yes, exactly. Whereas Mayos is shooting from range, so he's got. <clears throat> a little bit more flexibility. Right. That's why I never do that because it gives them that opportunity. But I can bonus action dash so I can get to that hundred. I'll just do the hundred, hundred foot park wherever that is. (laughs) We'll call it about there. (laughs) Okay. And so then the second zombie is up walking over the bones of the damn skeleton. The zombie slams at Petrogan for... 14. Nope. Does not hit. Where are you, Fabian? The third zombie dashes up around to the side of Petrogan. Not the back, but to the side of him and slams at him for 18. That one hits. Okay. That does. None of these guys are going after the other two people. They're behind. That does six damage. The fourth one dashes up to this side, not dashes, but runs up to this side, the opposite side of Petrogan. So now there's four surrounding him, kind of from the two sides and two in front, and also slams at him for 17. That is my armor class. Sorry for So that hits. It's okay. Great. How are they slamming me? Like with their shoulders? They're just kind of, yeah, diving into you. Yeah. Just kind of zombie, uncontrolled movement, yeah. just slamming towards Boom. you for six damage. Goodness gracious. Fabin! And then Sorry. Fabin is. Where up. are you? Getting killed up here. Am I. Can I move an attack? I can never remember. Yep. So I'm close enough to, to get in there? Yep. So one of the zombies is kind of back to you from how. It's going there. The so other three a, would a, see you. Is that an opportunity attack? That would be advantage on your attack. Advantage on my attack? Yeah. So I have my short sword equipped with my bare hand. So I'm going to attack. Please just kick him. <laughs> I'm going to attack the zombie guy right there. Okay. So what, what what's my advantage? You roll twice. Yeah, you roll your attack twice. The best. Yeah. It's been a minute. Guys. It's been a few months. <laughs> Six. Jesus, this thing's not helping me out. There you go. 19 right. plus whatever your attack is. There. Plus 7. Yeah. So 26? Yeah, that's, that's going to hit. <laughs> 1d6 plus 7 Dang. piercing damage. Wow. So 3 plus 7, 10. 10, okay. Nice. You have two. Well, then I'm going to do, because I have fighter. Two I'm, fighting. I'm going to, uh, well, I got to figure out what, what the damage is first. Oh. So it was 10 that you did, though. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to attack him again, unarmed. Okay. For plus 7. That will not hit. 11. 11. Okay. And then as a bonus... But okay. you're, you're, he's still at disadvantage, so you oh, yeah. to, well, to yeah, roll one more time. So that was, was that my technical first action? That was your... Oh, that was my first roll. First of, of the unarmed. Strength. There it is. 19 plus 7. 
twenty. There you go, twenty-six again. So that one will hit plus so, six. So it does six damage. Oh, it six does damage. Sorry, six okay. damage. Yep. Yeah. All right. And so this zombie is definitely wounded, but oh. still kind of shaking and just swaying side to side at this point. Sweet. And then I'm going to use my bonus action, which is flame blade, and on my unarmed ham. I'm going to create an amazing blade the size of a centaur in my hand, and I'm going to attack the zombie. Okay. The Swain zombie? Yes. <laughs> Dang. 14. Five. So 14 plus four. 18. 18. That will hit. Three. And I'll just say, how how are you finishing off this zombie <laughs> is the real question. Uh, with a fiery death. With a fiery death. So as you slice through this zombie, the flames catch this like putrid, almost alcohol-like sweat that comes off of this zombie and just engulfs the entirety of it into flames. And all that's left is this pile of dust on the ground where the zombie had been. Yes. Then the fifth zombie, after seeing that, runs straight towards Babin and slams at him for eight. Nope. (laughs) Bounces off of Babin and lands prone on the ground. Gundren pulls out the light crossbow that Petrogan had provided and using Babin as his cover shoots around Babin at this prone zombie for 17, which does hit the zombie. This one's prone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this one's dead. And that did eight damage to that zombie. Should I just move these guys out of the way? No, no, no. The ones that are eliminated, yeah, you can. But then we won't know which one's which. One, two, three, five. This one's done. Yeah. That one's just passed out. Yeah, yeah. I've removed the the numbers of the ones that have already fallen. So the first skeleton, the one with the bow, takes aim at Fabin right now. And fires a 14. Nope. Which sails by, missing wide. (laughs) Petrogan is up. Is there a way that I can kind of walk back and then fire breath and get all four of them or even all five of them but that one's gonna if you go back outside of five feet from them then there's gonna be three that well two that get an attack on you well i don't want to do that so but i just want to back up to that five foot mark okay so i can get a better angle so i can shoot my 15 foot cone for 2d6 fire damage okay so 15 foot I'm going to say it gets the three zombies and the skeleton, but not the prone right. zombies. That you have that angle on them right now. You know, I think I've already kind of said I'll do that. So I'll just do that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to fire. So dexterity DC 12, half damage on success. Okay. And what's the damage? 2d6 fire. So we'll just go 12, 7, 14, yeah, 9. Yeah. yeah. So then it's half damage on a success. Okay. So then 2d6s, 11. So 11 on this guy, 11 on this guy. What's half of 11? Are you doing 6 or are you doing 5? Round down. Right. 
and then five. Five, there you go. That's good. We've got that. So now the zombie one is up and... With bonus action? Oh, you still have Do I have a bonus action, right? If you have bonus actions, yes. Right, yeah. So actions in combat, I just cast a spell, right? Yep. That's what that is? Or I guess that's not casting a spell, that's just attacking. That was your... And then it will say bonus action. Right. Yeah, if you have have something that says bonus action. Yeah, I have a bonus action as two weapon fighting. Okay, yeah. So then I just want to swing at this closest zombie. Mm. Are you sure? Um, Two weapon fighting would be if you used a weapon on your first. That's a reaction. Oh, I'm sorry, right there. Oh, I don't know. It says that two actions in combat is two weapon. It's a bonus action, two weapon fighting. Yeah. I don't think that means you get to uh, use a fire breath and then a weapon. It's got to be a right. It's got to be oh, two yeah. weapons. Two weapon. Yeah. I looked this up today because I wanted to make sure. Two weapon fighting is is that you have to have. A two weapons, or if you have unarmed strike like I I have, it counts as a weapon. Um, oh, but you can't use it with a uh, you can't use it with a spell. Okay. Yeah, well, there wasn't a spell. spell. That was an attack. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't a weapon attack. So my fire breath have... is not a weapon. No. Because no. you can't hold it. Okay. Unless well. you have a fire sword that you can mystically enchant. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bonus action of I can do divine favor, sanctuary, shield of faith, and thunderous smite. Yeah, so as a bonus action, I want to do Shield of Faith, which is a shimmering field, appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it plus two bonus to the AC for the duration. Okay. So that's what I want. And who are you doing that to? Myself. Okay. (laughs) I've got three zombies (laughs) surrounding me, and I just got beat up pretty good. Shield of Faith cast. Yeah. Okay. So Zombie 1, seeing this shield applied around you. The zombie decides not to attack straight onto you, but turns to his side and heads towards Fabin. Does that give him an attack opportunity? Yeah, let's say it's outside of the five foot on that one. So go ahead and do that. (laughs) I'm going to try to just hit him in the head with my morning star. Okay. Twelve. Twelve will hit. 1d8 plus six. Twelve. Woo! Sheesh! <laughs> he is still, he's still alive. He's still coming after you, though. <laughs> yes. And so, lunging forward as he gets hit with this morning star to the side, it kind of increases the slam that this is. The zombie is taking towards Fabin, and so he ends up attacking with a That's- dirty twenty. And so that hits, lunging into Fabin. He does five damage, bludgeoning damage. And then it's Maos's turn from about a hundred something <laughs> feet away. It's hot shots. Then I'm gonna run this way so I get a better shot. I'm gonna take a shot at one of the ones fighting Patrol. This one. Okay. Thank you. Eleven. It hits. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, come on. 13. All right. With that shot, despite its kind of wobbly nature in the air, <laughs> it kind of makes this like knuckleball movement as it's getting to the zombie and ends up going right through one eye and pinning the zombie down against the ground. Signature shot. Is he toast then? Yeah, he is. Nice. He is done. Oh, nice. 
the zombie in front of Petrogan right now lunges forward with a great leap high in the air, slamming down on Petrogan with a six. Nope. No, sir. I think as he lunged for this, he got kind of gets caught up in your arms. Yes. So you're actively like holding the zombie at this point. Um, do I get to do anything with them? It's Fabin's turn, so let's see what happens as that plays Wait, out. Wait, do you have grappling ability? I do. All right, I'm going to... Can I use, since I have my flame sword and my short sword, can I, and it's a you bonus action... You still have a flame sword out? Yeah, my flame blade. Yeah. You just got it out. You just got a blade of flame. Yeah, I mean, I can I can make it disappear and go into our arm and then use it again to attack, but that's baller. Well, that's what, that was my only question, is that... As the DM, yeah, I, I did some research on this as well. <laughs> will you, do you will you allow me to attack twice with my flame blade, or only use it as a uh, only use it as a bonus action? Because technically, it's a weapon in my hand, and I use two weapon style fighting, so I can attack once with my short sword, once with my flame blade, and then a bonus action again with my flame blade. Or do I have to go flame blade, sword, sword, flame blade? Or do I just go short sword, unarmed punch? Flame blade magically open again and stab them again, or what? I think as long as you're using, not using the same thing more twice. than twice during that, you're okay, okay how you want to do it. Okay. Like the two weapon fighting, you have to use two separate things. Yeah, two separate things. And then the bonus action is a flame sword. Your bonus action flame. isn't two weapon fighting like mine? It is two weapon fighting. So how then do you also unarm strike them? I can make my flame blade disappear at any point in time, and then I can make it come back up as a bonus action. Right, but you only get one bonus action, don't you? Or can yeah. you use multiple bonus yeah, actions? Yeah, one bonus action. Oh, well, then I'll just use my two swords then. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I That's fine. I didn't mean to it's ruin good. some fun. I was just curious. Yeah, I was thinking that two-weapon fighting was like a standard thing for the druid yeah. or something. I'm yeah, still that's learning what, that's that what side I was, of it. That's what I thought, too, because that's... <laughs> but if it says bonus action... On two weapon fighting. Yeah, that's what's weird though, because last time it never was a bonus action for me. It just said actions in combat. Hmm. You have an action in combat called two weapon fighting. Yeah, that's what oh. I'm saying. So that's mm. so my bonus action would be you're an arm strike. Then right? yes, or is that wrong? Yeah, if that's how it's laid out. Then yeah, yeah, actions in combat. And actions bonus in action. combat, two weapon yeah. fighting, bonus yeah. actions, flame blade. Yeah, yeah. So, so you are good to. That's good. good. That that's cool. Yep. Okay. <laughs> cool. Because cool. right. right, one of your weapons is an unarmed strike. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I wanted, so I can do all three, or but not two flame blades at once. Only okay, that makes sense. That's right. fine. All right. So, all right. So, all right. All right. So this zombie, this is zombie one, and he's been hit. Has this skeleton been hit at all? Uh, that skeleton, yes. Okay, I'm going to. He took eleven earlier. By... Oh yeah, by my flame. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I'm going to use my short sword. Any day now, Fabian, hit. it's really not that hard of a... This is time slowed, okay? <laughs> uh, to hit the zombie. I'm sitting here just holding the zombie about to break his neck. What are you doing? Seven. That will hit. So 1d6 plus 7 and That's nine. 9. Okay. So that zombie is wounded severely. Sweet. Actually, you uh, break one of his arms off in that oh, process. That's awesome. Would you that's like fantastic. to put that in your backpack? <laughs> Uh, we'll pick it up. That later. would be we'll, your bonus action. Well, no, you no, I don't. I will come for that later. 
I will I will shrink my flame blade. Flame blade and um, punch the skeleton. The skeleton? Yes. Okay. He's eight feet away. So you're moving in to be within five feet. Why aren't you kicking the... boys? <laughs> now one day you were just <laughs> murdering boys with your foot. Five plus seven. Twelve. Twelve. That does not hit. Should be kicking people, man. Okay. <laughs> and then I will recall my flame blade. And since I moved, he's incapacitated. He right. has one less arm than he had when you started the fight. Okay. But he's still moving. Yes. Don't forget about the zombie that's prone on the ground, too. You can flame. Oh, it's on your right hand, I guess. I will flame blade the skeleton. Okay. That was a long roll. <laughs> ten. Wait. Yeah. Ten. That does not hit either. Son of a god. <sighs> you need boots on your hands, I think. I know. <laughs> Okay, so then zombie five. the prone zombie yeah. takes this opportunity to use its action to regain its footing and stands up and is now behind, like, to the back of Faven at this point. <laughs> Move three feet. Yeah. That's, that's enough. And it gets up and kind of, like, barrel rolls over to stand up behind you. And that was its action. So the skeleton is now up. Gundren's good. Oh, Gundren. Gundren. <laughs> Can't forget about him. He's got his crossbow out. That's true. He's got his crossbow out. And he's kind of behind-ish while the zombie's focused on Fabin there. And he just pulls up and kind of from point-blank range fires a 18 oh, wow. right in the back of this zombie's head. Why didn't shoot me in my butt? <laughs> Gundren, that was mighty close. And does... 11 damage to that zombie. Dang, that zombie was knocked down on its butt and then gets an arrow to the back of the head and it's still alive. It's still alive. It's still undead. Well, yes, that is absolutely correct. So now the skeleton, having seen that, reaches back and fires a shot past Fabian towards Gundren for 11 Oh, no stuff. Yeah, I gotta double check that. <laughs> I'll write it down for you too. So that hits. It's a AC ten. Gosh, he's a, <laughs> he's a commoner. What do you expect? And that will do six damage to Gendron. Do you want to tell us his? I'll his keep point. track of yeah. that one. Okay, Petrogan, you are up. Yeah, baby. So I got this zombie in my arms. Yes. This one is still alive, so I'm gonna kind of grapple this zombie towards this other zombie. Okay. Are we close enough to yeah, do that? Yeah, do that. That sounds good. And then I try to kind of let go. Can I let go and swing at the same time? You can give it a try. Yeah. So I'm gonna let go. Uh, or do I want to like... Oh! I'm gonna slam this zombie, try to slam this zombie into this other zombie. Okay. Because I'm pretty strong. I've got a strength. Yeah, give me a like unarmed attack roll to do that. 18. That will hit, and I'm going to make it hit on both of them. So what you roll. His back's turned. I guess it doesn't matter. You said it hit. Yeah. It's five. Oh, okay. Five is my unarmed strike. Is that what you want? Yep. Yep. That's good. So five on each of them, and that is one and two. And that actually, as they collide together, they're undead bodies kind of mesh into one 
kind of <laughs> Siamese zombie splattered on the floor. So they've become almost completely flat with the ground, but interconnected with each other. Are they alive at all? They are it's not like, alive at all. Which is junkyard mashup. Am I close enough to run up to this skeleton and get a bonus action of two weapon fighting in there? Yes. Yeah, you can move about 10 feet that right. way to. So I'm going to move into that. Just keep on going because when somebody attacks me, I'm ready to just kill them all. Get this vengeance on them because they, they were fighting me. Now I'm going to Morning Star. No, I'm going to long, long Sword because I just threw them. Now I'm going to Long Sword. Okay. This skeleton. 20. Plus, plus my nine. But that's a mad <laughs> 20. Yeah, mad 20. You you kind of hit with that one for yeah. sure. And my long sword plus nine. <laughs> so you double the dice on the on the attack or for the, for the damage. Plus nine. So six, nine, 18. 18. And so that will shatter the skeleton into mush or into a pile, I guess, in his case. Are you guys doing anything? Taking out four today. And that takes us to Maos' turn. There's only the one zombie left upright. And he's with its back turned, back turned yeah. to Maos. So I guess I will take a longbow shot at it. For 20. 20 will hit this defenseless. Well, it's disadvantage, so you can roll yeah, again. Yeah, you can roll again if you want to try for a 20. Come on, yeah. baby. 22. <laughs> 11 points of damage. 11 will crumple this last zombie back into the earth. Immediately nice. turns to dust as he hits the ground. Ugh. So are there any zombie bits around us? We're leaving, Van Dalen. I'm not, picking, I'm I'm not picking them. Join the party back up. Where did those guys come from? Is that normal around here? Gundren kind of looks over and says, there's nothing really normal about this place anymore. In the middle of the day, too. Hmm. Yeah, did, could you tell us a little bit more? Do we need to prepare ourselves even more before moving forward? I think it's best to always be prepared, like the Boy Scouts used to say. There's Boy Scouts in this universe? <laughs> I don't know anything. It's a fable, I was told, as a young dwarf. <laughs> Do you even know what a Boy Scouts? Do you know where the boy is? Is this the Dwarf Scouts or the Boy Scouts? I'm going to take one of these potions of healing and I'm going to drink one myself before we go any further. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Oh, thank you, Lord. Did I see you got an, another weapon? There was something in your hand and then it wasn't. Whoa. You mean this? Oh. Step back a little bit. Yes. Where, what is it? It's a flame blade. Can I hold it? You may. I can hold it. It's gone now. I dropped it, which means it disappeared. It only comes from my hand. And when I call it, it's kind of like my ice knife and my flame blade. Can I feel it? Is it hot? Because I'm, I'm It is hot, but we can also use it as a torch if we need to, but we can also <laughs> cut things with it and Very pierce practical. things. You can cut yes. things with a flame blade? Yeah, well, I mean, you can, yes, fire damage with it. It is, it's as long as a centaur. As you can see from my backpack and now on my back, that's where the centaur is. See? <laughs> see how long it is? Roughly the same height. It's amazing, isn't it? It is. What happens if your flame blade meets your ice knife? 
I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. What is interesting, though, is that my flame blade is only flame. I have to really concentrate to use it. As where when I make the ice knife, it's there in my hand. I don't have to concentrate as much because it's it's physical. I don't have to concentrate like I do with my flame blade. I really have have resistance to fire damage. Can I feel the flame? I mean, it's resistance. It's not immunity. (laughs) So I mean. You want to take so some yes. damage so rather than... <laughs> now you don't. Now you see it. Now you don't. And you can do that without like, using it. any magic or spells or anything? Now you don't. Uh, for roughly, you know, I haven't measured the time yet, but it's roughly around a duration of 10 minutes, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> roughly around that time. I haven't been able to concentrate longer than that while still actively fighting. Great. Yes, I seem to lose concentration rather quickly. Where to next, my friends? <laughs> Gundren's leading the way. He led us straight into a pack of zombies, but I trust we're going in the right direction. I think I'm gonna lay my hands on myself and heal myself a little bit. Still not feeling too well. <laughs> they were killing me. Yeah, there's only like five on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. So, so can you remind me how I do this? Because I have 20 hit points that I can do, mm-hmm. and I, I need eight. <laughs> so do I just do it for? Yourself, you know how far how much go. you need to to utilize. Uh-huh. Yes, yep. But now I have twelve left. So if he needs it, I just should I roll? Should I? No, you get to choose how much. You oh, do but I don't know how much he needs. exactly. So I can just like if I have twelve, I can just say, yeah, I'm doing about six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get to choose how much, but without the knowledge of what their actual their points are. I thought it was just for potions. I didn't realize that was for spells too. So, Potions you roll for, the spell has, like, the amount, oh. right? Restore any number of HP remaining in the pool. Yeah. Or 5 HP to either cure a disease or neutralize a poison. But I don't get diseases because I'm a dragon, so I don't care about that. Where to Gundren? <coughs> Sounds like what people in my high school said. Work out for them. Along the walk, I'm going to say, guys, I think I, I think I figured it out. And I flip up my hood. Well, where are you? I pull it back down. Ah! This is it. This is it. The cloak. It's magical. I don't know how, but watch. And then on the third pop, I'm going to cast Silent Image and put an exact replica of myself where I'm standing. So I pop it up. Whoa. But it just looks like me with a hooded cloak on. Nothing happened now. I can run see. around beside them. And then why is it so special? Push them both. Let's go! Ow. Isn't this amazing? Hi, Elf. Quit with the shenanigans. As you're doing this, you can sense that a portion of this cloak's energy is drained as you're utilizing it. (laughs) You didn't notice it the first few times, but in rapid succession, feeling that happen, you recognize that it's losing a little bit of what makes it work. Oh, jeez. All right, so let's go to this cave and save these brothers. How are you feeling, Gundren? A little shaken, but not stirred. Oh, I wish I had bought more potions when I had the chance. I don't feel the greatest, but I will keep on moving on. Because that's what Bloodwinter does. How bad do you feel? Oh, pretty bad. I feel like I got cut about six times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do lay my hands on him. And I'm going to heal him. Four HP. Uh, feels 
A little bit better. Thank you. Thank you. Feels about two thirds better. <laughs> it feels about almost all the way there. <laughs> you got your own lay on hands, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> but I'm saving that for later. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. But lead, I also only have lead one the way, potion. <laughs> Not as many potions that you bought out the entire store. Lead your way, Gundren. I want to walk right next to Gundren because I feel like he has stories to tell in his high state of mind. <laughs> Gundren I lead, leads the way and looks at him and says, You know I'm not Siddler, right? Oh, well, Siddler was a good man. I don't know where he went, but you will replace him. In great shock by that crossbow during that war. You obviously are small in stature, but big where it counts. <laughs> in the crossbow area. <laughs> he stops for a moment and just looks at you and says, Can you tell the difference between any of us here? Well, I know you're all smaller than me, so I don't really know. I think that one's... It's red, and the other one's a pale color, but... Do you have ears like the... Like Maos over there, as a dwarf, or do you just have rounded ears? So, I can't see from up here. <laughs> he... <laughs> the first thing you see on the top of their head. I know, the tops of their heads, but he, I think he has some hair that's blocking the tops of his ears. So you, you kind of look down at him as you're trying to figure it out. And Gundren just kind of reaches up to you like a child would to be picked up by, like, a parent. <laughs> and I pick him up. I say, whoa. So as you get face-to-face with Gundren, you can see that his earlobes have had these stones inserted into them and stretched out the earlobes so that they hang down oh. to the bottom of his chin, really stretched out maybe, like, five or six inches quite long ears you do where Mayo's ears goes up your ears go down very intriguing you are put them back down let's continue on our on our walk on our journey phew so happy we got out of that thankful for my time with dj and andrew playing this awesome story joe puts together Thank you for joining us. Feel free to give us a like or subscribe and check us out on all of our social medias with our link tree at linktr.ee slash fledglingsrpg. Thanks a lot for joining us. Please share this with your family and friends who you think might enjoy a novice Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Will we get to Wave Echo Cave soon? Come back next week and check us out. Thanks for joining us.